Hi everyone, I'm Lucy and you are listening to Holding Space, a mindfulness and mental health podcast offering support for those experiencing baby loss. Losing a baby can be an incredibly difficult experience for anyone and so it's important to have the right tools to help you navigate the emotions and the challenges that come with it. This podcast is dedicated to exploring different approaches to mindfulness and mental health that can help individuals and families cope with the loss of a child. We hope this podcast will bring you a little bit of comfort, a sense of hope and help you to feel less alone. Brought to you by the Ellie's Gift Project. Download the Ellie's Gift app to find out more. Hello and welcome to the Holding Space podcast. So my name's Lucy, I am your presenter for this podcast and I'm the founder of Relax with Lucy and Co. We're a not-for-profit organisation and we deliver baby loss wellbeing interventions and we do this through our Ellie's Gift project. So if you're interested in finding out about our work you can go to relaxwithlucy.co.uk or you can go to the Ellie's Gift project over on Instagram. So this episode then is just to have the opportunity to say hi and to explain a little bit about who I am and what my personal story is in relation to baby loss and grief. So I, as you can probably tell from my northern accent, I'm originally from Manchester in the UK. Um, I am a mental health nurse by background And I have been managing grief for many, many years, even before the loss of our daughter. When I was 15, my twin brother unfortunately passed away. His heart stopped during a cross-country run. And even to this day, we still don't know what happened to him. We were just told at the time he'd fallen ill. So I've been living as um, um, a lone twin since his passing, And that is something that has been incredibly difficult for me. And even now in grief, there are days still where it feels very, very heavy. But I have the tools and the techniques to be able to manage that emotional storm when it hits. So it's been a really tough journey, actually, from the time that we were told he had passed away. Being um, a lone twin obviously brings with it lots of different challenges, you know, spending every Christmas on your own when you've always had somebody there and spending every birthday on your own and suddenly trying to navigate your way through life having always been a twin um really makes you question your identity you know who am I am I a twin am I not a twin and also as well it had a big impact because I had always had a friend with him so things like making new friends when I'd never really had to learn how to make real friendships because I always had him so that's been something that I really had to learn how to do as well since his passing and for many years after he passed away I really tried to cope and a lot of the time I pretended to be okay um and I I I went in and out of counseling I had certain sessions uh, through the NHS I think I had some private as well um and I eventually found that I found a lot of healing in the power of helping others. So I I went and worked in a hospital setting. So I originally worked as a healthcare assistant. And I really found that I really, really enjoyed helping people, which then led me on to looking into a career in nursing. 
and I chose to specialise in mental health nursing. But it was in the second year of my university placement that I found that I became extremely unwell with my own mental health. And it all really came to a head to the point that I had to go to my GP to ask for help. And my GP recommended medication. And whilst I've got nothing against medication, it just didn't seem right for me at the time. So instead of taking medication, I actually looked at other modalities. And one of the things that really, really helped me, really helped me was meditation. Now, meditation is something that, um, you know, I wasn't never familiar with, but I had heard that learning how to relax and learning how to control my breath um, was something that may help. And so I began practicing, I began looking into YouTube tutorials on different types of meditation practices, which then led me on to looking into um, other things such as guided relaxation. And I found that over time, just through the practice of learning how to regulate, learning how to settle down my, um, my nervous system, it really, really helped me to find some balance. And it helped me also to manage things like panic attacks when they started to happen, understanding the connection between my mind and my body and what was happening and really understanding how, you know, how my, how my body was responding helped me to feel like I had a little bit more control. So, um, so yeah, I was so inspired by just how beneficial it had been that when I qualified as a nurse, I decided to train as a meditation teacher, which, um, I did. And I used that, I used meditation as, um, as a way to help my patients going forward when I worked in the NHS and everything, everything was, you know, was going okay. Um, grief was still very much there, but I was learning how to, um, manage it and, and keep anxiety under control. And I trained in lots of other things such as acupuncture and Reiki and massage, um, even sign language as well. And I, um, I just had a general interest in wellbeing interventions and my own wellbeing. And then what happened is after my self and my husband, um, we bought our first house, we decided to start a family. So we, we bought a dog and um, our dog's name is Teddy and he's a cavapoo. Um, and we bought Ted and then we decided to start trying for a baby and it took us probably about five or six months to conceive and we fell pregnant and we found out that we were having a little girl. Now with my experience being mental health and with my big interest in well-being and the promotion of it, one of my colleagues at work recommended hypnobirthing and I didn't really know what hypnobirthing was and never really understood um, much about the, the world of birth and um, pregnancy because it's not something I really looked into before. But I went and looked into relaxation um, for pregnancy and, and hypnobirthing. And I literally begged the local um, instructor to start a course earlier than, than what we should have done. So we should should really start a course around 20 weeks, when you're 20 weeks. Um, but thankfully, um, she was very, very kind and we started it a little bit sooner. Now, I the course that I did was um, a Wise Hippo course, which was, I'd 100% recommend. It's absolutely wonderful hypnobirthing course. Um, and... 
Myself and my husband went through the course, felt really, really empowered. You know, we, we was really learning all the breathwork techniques and the guided visualization and the power of anchoring using smells. Um, and really feeling like we wanted to achieve a birth that we could re- reflect back on positively. So we had a, a 20 week appointment coming up. So we went as, um, you know, as two first time parents, completely naive, uh, went to an appointment, which probably should have been around 20 minutes and a 20 minute appointment turned into being at the hospital in Manchester for the entire day. And it involved lots and lots of time in hospital rooms, um, having scans and just being drip fed information really as the day went on. And myself and Rick were really building up a picture that actually something was really wrong with what they were seeing. And by the end of the day, we were told that Ellie's heart hadn't formed properly. And in fact, we were possibly looking at a termination for medical reasons um, because of the severity of her condition. So what was essentially a very kind of, uh, you know, naive, positive appointment turned into the worst day of our life together. So we spent the next three weeks going backwards and forwards to hospital, trying to figure out just how severe her heart condition was. And um, after all that back and forth, we eventually, given the, um, the evidence that we had, we eventually made the decision to have a termination for medical reasons with her but we decided that if we were going to do that we wanted to still have a hypnobirth with her so we decided to take the skills the tools and the techniques forward to have a hypnobirth with Ellie and um and we did you know we used um relaxing music we used um scents of uh, lavender so I had essential oil on me um we used the um, the breathing techniques for the contractions and visualization. We had MP3 audio tracks to listen to. And Rick was my birth partner. So he had learned how to do things like soothing strokes to help keep me calm. He'd learned how to keep me focused when contractions came. And it was such a, it's such a powerful, powerful event, I guess. And it, when I look back on Ellie's birth, it's something that I am so incredibly proud of, and I'm so proud to be her mum. And it's all thanks to all of the tools and the techniques that we had. So after her passing, I decided that I really wanted to train to teach hypnobirthing because it was something that really brought me a lot of uh, comfort and strength during that time. And I wanted to do it in her memory and to try and empower other people to have positive birth experiences so I I did I went off to London um on my own and and uh signed up to train to teach the wise hippo birthing program and I remember going along on my own and being sat in a room of all these mothers who who all all had their living children and everybody went round and shared their reasons for being there and their story for being there. And it got to me. And I was just dreading sharing the story because I didn't want to upset anybody. 
But I also knew that I had to share because if I didn't, then nobody would know why I was there. And the reason why I was there because is because of her. Um, so we, yeah, I mean, we all shared as a group. And when it got to me, it was, um, I just remember everybody hanging on my last word. And I remember thinking, everybody must think, what the hell are you doing here, <laughs> really? Um, but I was, I was there. Um, and I was there to talk about our beautiful daughter, Ellie. So I, I did the training and I trained to teach hypnobirthing. And I did that for a couple of years. And then I decided that um, I, I really wanted to do something in the baby loss space. And I wanted to use the, you know, the, the tools and the techniques that I had learned. I wanted to put something together that would help families who found themselves in the same situation as me and Rick just to have something as an optional thing, just to help them through that time. And this is how the Ellie's Gift app came about. So over the last nearly six years now, because Ellie will be six in May, and I'm recording this in March, um, during this time I've been working incredibly hard. I managed to develop a baby loss app, which is a free resource for families who are faced with... um, having to deliver their baby who's passed away but it also offers pre um, and post birth support so on the app there's things like mindfulness meditation audio tracks to listen to for various different things such as baby loss triggers um struggling to sleep um shorter meditations you know like the three minute breathing space meditation or even movement meditations like walking meditation mindful movement um, and this is all the recordings of, of these was, was a result of going on to do further training to teach mindfulness, which I am now I'm a UK recognized mindfulness teacher. And I specialize in grief. Um, in addition to the, the mindfulness resources for the, for the post birth, we also have things like a journaling tool and we have a community space And we also run free weekly baby loss mindfulness sessions on Zoom and they're delivered every week. Um, And we also run eight week mindfulness and grief courses as well. And the app's now been piloted in the NHS as well in the UK, um, which is is really exciting. Um, And hopefully it will be offered across um, all the different various trusts or certainly that is the, the longer term goal. So... I wanted to create this podcast then as as um, an extra to complement the existing provision that we offer. So all of our provision is free. Um, uh, I'm really passionate to try and offer as much much support and help for free as I can because I recognise that, you know, I remember when Ellie died, there wasn't really much around to help. There really, really wasn't. And I wanted to change that. And I also wanted to change... Um, the um the, the medical feel of, of many baby loss um sources of support certainly from the um from an NHS point of view sometimes it, it for me with Ellie it felt very clinical and I really wanted to bring more of a holistic um approach in you know to to recognize that actually all of these all these extra things um one of those things being mindfulness are things that can most certainly help to support us in grief so what this podcast is about then, it's um, a mindfulness and mental health 
baby loss support podcast. And the whole aim of it is to bring to you every week, um, not every week, sorry, I don't know why I've just said that. No, every couple of weeks, we're going to be recording every other week, um, is to bring to you uh, some really, really good tools, tips that you can take forward, that you can that you can put into practice. You know, the, the idea is that this is an opportunity to hold space for you, for, your, for the memory of your baby or your babies, and to also feel empowered to take some steps forward, to try to bring something in to, you know, to help you just feel a little less, a little less um, alone or bring something in to help you feel a little less frazzled with all of this. And it's really designed just to be a supportive tool and a resource that you can listen to anytime on the go. I really hope that it does bring you a sense of ease, um, a sense of balance. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in and listening to the very first episode. Um, Hopefully you will subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast as well. And also leave us a review on any platforms that you're listening on. And of course, if you do want to make a donation um, or even just to, just to send us a message, then our inbox is always open. And of course, yes, the, the donation page is on our website, which is relaxwithlucy.co.uk. So I just want to say that um, I really hope that this podcast brings you a little bit of hope. And I want you to know that everything is is it is always changing so the way that you feel today won't be the way that you feel forever in my experience in grief it changes it's never the same and as time's gone on grief hasn't gone away but i've just learned how to weather the storm when it hits better and i'm hoping that this podcast will give you the tools and the resources to be able to do the same so i'm sending all my love to you Wherever you are in the world, whoever you are, and you take care. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you gained some valuable insights and knowledge from the discussions and the content that was shared. If you found this content helpful, then please do subscribe to our podcast and you can leave us a review on your favourite platform. And also remember, we have our Ellie's Gift Baby Loss app, which is there to support you 24 hours around the clock. We really do send all our love to you wherever you are in the world. And we hope that this episode brought you a little sense of comfort during this very difficult time. And of course, if you want to help the Ellie's Gift Project and make a donation, you can do that via our website, which is www.relaxwithlucy.co.uk. Take care.